Welcome to Sky Talkers. Here are your hosts, Charlotte and Caitlin. Hello, and welcome to Sky Talkers. I'm your host, Charlotte. Hey, everyone. I'm your other host, Caitlin, and welcome to this episode where we are talking all about the Star Wars Lego special summer vacation. Yay. Okay. So this will be our little spoiler discussion of Lego Star Wars Summer Vacation. And then we have two interviews for you that we are so excited about. First, we're, we talk to Yvette Nicole Brown, who plays Lieutenant Valeria in this special. And then next, we talk to the Lego Star Wars creators, David Shane and Ken Cunningham, and they were great. We actually talked to them last year for Terrifying Tales, the Lego special around Halloween, and we had a great time last year, so we were so thrilled to be able to talk to them again. Each interview was really, really fun. I think that Caitlin and I had a really great time just chatting with all of them. And it was, I don't know, I'm really excited for you all to hear it. Yeah, I think especially with David and Ken, since we've talked to them before, they were just, they're such lovely people to interview too. Like, I don't know, they just have such great energy and are really generous with their time and answers. And I don't know, there's something very intentional about the two of them in interviews to I don't know if I can describe it like that, but um, everyone we have gotten the opportunity to interview has been great, Uh, but they really stand out, I think, in my memory of people that we've gotten to talk with over the past year or so now. So it was really fun to get to chat with them again. So I hope you guys look forward to it. And of course, talking to Yvette Nicole Brown. That was so much fun. We literally just, you know, hung up with her and she was so great. And she's a really big Star Wars fan if um, you don't know her very well. Um, She's a huge Star Wars fan herself and has been since she was a little girl. So um, it's always so fun to get to talk to people who are creators in Star Wars who have been huge, huge Star Wars fans too. And some of her answers actually really surprised us about a couple of the things we talked about. So definitely uh, listen in for that because I think I think it was a really interesting and fun interview with her. Definitely, definitely. And Caitlin asked her about her Lego collection. It's really interesting. Yeah. Anyway, so before we dive into those interviews, though, let's talk about what we thought about the special. So, Caitlin, what did you think of the special? Oh, it was so good. It was yes. so good. I think this has been my favorite Lego special, Star Wars special so far. I cried at the end. Um, this is a spoiler discussion. I think we've already said that, but just to reiterate, it's a spoiler discussion. And the ending, the last clip, right? The last uh, chapter, I guess, of this special with the the Solo Organa family road trip. It just, <laughs> it was everything <laughs> I wanted it to be. Me too. It's so funny how the Ben Solo content just keeps getting delivered through the Lego specials. And I honestly love it. And this specific special was our favorite so far. And I definitely cried at the end when the Ben Solo ghost was next to the Leia ghost. It was just like, wow, the catharsis. We we needed this. Yeah. <laughs> it was really nice. I don't know. I think the hug between Ben and Han is what oh my God. really got me, got the waterworks going. It was just so sweet to see Han as this dad who, you know, thought it would be fun to take his son to what, Minban? Is that the name of the planet? Yeah. <laughs> <From Solo? laughs> and then they end up on Endor and it's like, oh, great. Now we're going back through like you know, memory lane with my parents. And, but then he goes on this joy ride and he gets his first kiss. Pirates of the Falcon. 
<laughs> it was just, it was, what was so funny too is I wish we could have asked this to the creators, David and Ken, but I'm not sure how we would have asked this. But do you remember the whole um, like infamous interview with Adam Driver during TLJ era where he was like, yeah, I, I had to ask Ryan if Kylo had ever had a first kiss, kiss before. Yeah. <laughs> and I w- wanted so badly to ask if that was part of the like an in-joke almost for the special, but there's no kind of succinct way to put that. And if they don't know what you're talking about, David and Ken, it just, <laughs> I, you know, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's pretty neat yes, in the yeah. Reno fandom, I yeah. think, but yeah, so funny. Um, I also really, okay. So the thing is, is I love anytime Palpatine is seen in a comedic sense. So <laughs> there's something about Palpatine that makes him so funny in these ways like he's funny in robot chicken he's funny in the lego specials his little swim trunk outfit was oh amazing oh my gosh darth vader's little hat with the porgs on it i almost made it for the uh for the interviews that we did with ken and david because i thought it would be really funny to show up with that hat and honestly i might still make it because i love the porgs on top and i just think it's hilarious <laughs> and i think that also the fact that weird al did a song i cannot wait to own this song i feel like it's yeah, it's been a long party. time yeah since weird al made a, a star wars parody song and this one's a bop an absolute bop and <laughs> we're really lucky to have it and just the concept of like a at least just take a step back the scarif beach party after the scarif place just blows up in rogue one it's just iconic it's funny <laughs> <laughs> funny and yeah and i i also loved the obi-wan dancing um and then with valeria and everything like that i I loved that i think caitlin mentioned it in our interview with yvette but it is funny to go from moody depressed obi-wan kenobi in the obi-wan kenobi show to obi-wan kenobi needs a vacation type of vibe (laughs) and it worked for me it's just funny and then also just honestly i really loved the focus on finn in this series, it seems like not series. Uh, in the, in the special, it does seem like every Star Wars Lego special has a different focus on a different member of the like the trio of um, the sequel trilogy, and I I really respect that. We barely saw Ray in this this one, and it's okay. She needed she needed a nap, you know. She really just needed to chill. Um, but I really liked this focus on Finn, and then also it's worth mentioning that there's a little bit of like hints of the future about what's happening with the sequel trilogy. I know this isn't canon. Lego was not canon. Okay. But it, it is just really fun. There's still a sense of, Hmm, feels like they could follow those lines if they really wanted to, right? Like Finn going off to find other people who are force sensitive like him. And then Ray going off to find Jedi temples akin to what Luke did after return of the Jedi. But you know, there's going to be more there. And then uh, everyone going their separate ways. I just, it feels, it's just interesting. And I, I'm i desperate for them to tell the next chapter after The Rise of Skywalker and just to continue with these characters that are so amazing and so rich. And it was a joy to get this hint, I guess, at what's to come. Yeah, and I think just seeing them in this environment of the Halcyon was just super fun honestly and all of their personalities uh when they're on vacation right like poe the planner and rose and chewbacca just literally trying to get a moment of peace <laughs> and then ray of course out on the sun deck 
for what did she say? R R and R, rest, relaxation, and reading. But then she just falls asleep. <laughs> I mean, we've all been there, so right? Cute. Oh my god! I think yes. I think it's funny because even though we didn't see her a lot in this special, her uh, little joke, I guess if you want to call it that, or or when she starts kind of sleep talking that she's having dreams of like evil porgs <laughs> I think is one of it's my funny favorite it's moments so, <laughs> so Daisy Ridley because remember yeah. during the press tour of the last Jedi she was like everyone always wants to ask me about the porgs like I don't even care I, I hate the porgs yes and in and in her little dream sequence she's like porgs are they're everywhere eyes, you know it's so their funny eyes. Their eyes. <laughs> but yeah I, I think that the Lego Star Wars had um the summer vacation and terrifying tales did this too but summer vacation I don't know it's just I always am surprised it's like I need to be re-reminded every Lego special that they do carry these like you know kind of meaningful emotional beats like with the whole sequel trilogy crew of Poe Rose uh, Finn and Ray, and you know all of them being kind of sad that they could be going separate ways like I I feel that from the characters in their, you know, live action components, um, that that could be a storyline they would do, like you said, Charlotte. So to like see them all kind of, uh, you know, from Finn's perspective, uh, being bummed about them being separated for a bit. It's like, yeah, this tracks with who these characters actually are. But to put them in this kind of heightened comedic situation is is really fun. And, and then, of course, you know, the whole Han Solo Ben Solo, Leia Organa Solo family trip. It was, <laughs> it was so fun. And we talked about the Weird Al song, but there's also the Gamorrean Girls song yes. from and, Gamor- and Gamorrean guys and Gamorrean Gamorrean girls and Gamorrean guys. <laughs> You're posting on the dance floor. Yes, it is. I can't think of the tune now, but <laughs> so fun. I just yeah, this one has definitely been my favorite. I think I think I've watched it maybe three times, definitely two times already. So I'm excited for all of you, assuming you watched it by the time you're listening to this. And I am I know you enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. It was, it's just great. Also, we should mention that the Halcyon inclusion was really funny and cute as well. As, as people who've been on the Halcyon, it was it's always fun to see it, I think. And what was funny to me is how perfect they got the Sublight Lounge, which is the bar on board. And when Finn is just sitting at the bar, it was like, oh my gosh, Caitlin and I have been there. We've been at that bar. That's we so sat cool. at the bar, like in that yeah. spot, actually. Yeah. It's yeah, literally. Yeah. It's, but we didn't get visited by a ghost. No, so. no, we didn't. <laughs> I am. Um, for me, it was the food and the bathrobes. Those were like, yeah. I was like, oh, they. I was like, they've been there, surely. <laughs> it was just super on point. Um, it was. Yeah, it was really fun. And it's been such a treat to be a part of the media coverage for Lego Summer Vacation. It's yeah, it's just been such a fun time. Absolutely. So thank you so much again to Lucasfilm for the opportunities every day. We're so grateful that we get to talk to these creators and people behind the stuff we love. So I hope you enjoy these interviews. So without further ado, let's get started. So who talks first? You talk first? I talk first. We're thrilled to be talking with you today. Like, we're so excited. I'm excited to be talking to you guys. (laughs) So let's get going. And we just first want to say that huge fan of yours. And we were in the audience of the Lucasfilm Showcase at Celebration when you hosted it. We know you're a huge Star Wars fan. And what made you a fan? And what's your favorite thing about Star Wars? Oh, gosh. First of all, guys. uh, Okay, I've been a fan since I was since A New Hope came out because I'm very old. And I watched it in the theaters when I was like six years old. That's first. Second, the themes of good versus evil and, and you know, finding finding the force and, and using it for good, all of that. And then, you know, 
they let me host that thing. Y'all, I can't believe. I'm still like, they let me host that? <laughs> I can't. Awesome. It's like, they, I don't know if they really understood how big of a fan I was. Like, that could have really went awry. I could have at any moment fangirled out at a level that they never would have got me back. So <laughs> I'm so happy that I kept it together and so honored that they, they let me do it. Yeah. Totally. What are you most looking forward to in the future of Star Wars since you got to host that whole panel and everything? Gosh, you know, I hope that there's a second season of Obi-Wan. Um, I I know that Ahsoka is going to be beyond with Rosario. I know she's going to kill that. Um, in, I, I need at least six seasons of Mandalorian and I want Grogu never to grow up. I want him Me to too. be as tiny and as cute for all 12 seasons. And I hope that Lieutenant Valeria can pop up somewhere in real life. Like, I'd love to actually play her um in in live action we need somewhere it. so um, yeah. that's my that's my my dream and my personal star wars dream is to um go to the ranch and like see it for real like if i get that's to do that ours. you guys will know because you'll hear me you'll hear me screaming in joy you'll be like you only <laughs> went to the ranch she finally got to the ranch yeah you, you gotta go I, i'm yeah. surprised you haven't been yet you, we, I, we gotta make this happen for you <laughs> i know a dog on COVID keeps getting in the way maybe soon maybe soon yeah be great yeah. i think that's everyone's dream is the right ranch like the Mecca. It is the Mecca. It's the Mecca. Yeah. Um, so Charlotte, my co-host, uh, was actually the person who introduced me to Star Wars when we uh -huh. were about 13 years old. So we've been friends a very long time and now we host our podcast together. I love it. Um, but for so long, she was the only other girl I knew who liked Star Wars and vice versa. Mm -hmm. And so now it's always really special for us to get to talk to other women involved in the Star Wars creation process who yeah. are also big fans of Star Wars. Mm -hmm. um, so has your experience as a woman in the Star Wars community changed at all over the years? Absolutely. I think when I was a kid, you know, way back in the dark ages, it was me and my brother who loved Star Wars. I didn't, I don't think I knew a lot of girls back then who loved it. And, you know, when the new films came out, when they, when they started doing all the other films, we, st and social media happened is probably the first time I got to connect with other women that loved it. So we all were like in our little pods, our little worlds in love with this galaxy and, and didn't see ourselves reflected. What I love about all the new uh, iterations of Star Wars that we're getting now, we're seeing more women, we're seeing more people of color and everyone is getting a chance to see themselves in the galaxy far, far away. And I think that that um, is it's a more inclusive world. And I don't it's not that I don't think that it was always inclusive. I just think we're getting to see it in a way that we didn't get to see it before. And we're connecting in a way we didn't get to connect before. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about Lego Star Wars let's summer vacation. Um, what was it like to return to Lego Star Wars and play Valeria again? And also, what was it like to pull Obi-Wan out of his shell <laughs> and bring him on the dance floor? Uh, it was it was so much fun. Um, I I as you guys know, I played Lieutenant. Valeria for the first time in uh, Lego Star Wars Freemaker Adventures. And um, I got to say, may the force be with you. And I just was like, okay, I could die now. And so that was enough for me. I'm not greedy. I was like, that's enough. I've, I've done that. And so when I got the call and they said, do you want to play her again? I was like, absolutely. When? Where do I go? And how much do I pay you to do it? How much do I, does it cost for me to be able to do it? Um, so it was just everything getting asked to be back and, you know, to be such a powerful uh, female character and again to do it on the on the force side of things the Jedi side of things and to be uh, a woman of color to get to do it uh, is everything and bringing Obi-Wan out of his shell was so much fun for me because we never you never see Obi-Wan having a good time he's never able to just relax because the weight of the galaxy is always on his shoulders and okay. and in this moment you know with Valeria he got to really be silly and have a lot of fun so it was great to to do that I think it was perfect timing given the Obi-Wan Kenobi show where yeah. 
he's so serious and yeah. you know going through a bit of a hard time to then see him in summer vacation just completely letting loose and and finally having uh some re- rest and relaxation or absolutely not rest but a good time yeah so yeah, definitely not rest but definitely a good yeah. time you know yeah i loved it i loved it so what is the recording process like for lego do you get the opportunity to do any ad libs or other fun things like that you know there's always with most things that you do with in voiceover um usually if the, if the writer's cool they'll give you a fun pass like you know you can just go and say something or or and always if if something doesn't roll off your tongue the way you know some words are hard oh here's a fun fact a word that's hard for me to say is community if i say it too fast i get and and hi I'm, i was on a show called community so i messed it up and i don't know how many any uh many um interviews but if there's something like that where your 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 tongue just doesn't work on a certain word they'll be like well how would you say it you know but thankfully uh david Shane, our, our writer and executive producer, wrote such an amazing script and it was so funny to begin with and so just silly and fun and amazing. There was not really much I needed to add. It, it's it's perfect as it is. So what makes Lego Star Wars so special to you? You've been oh. in Freemakers and now you're in this. So what is it about Lego Star Wars? Well, it's first of all, what is it about Lego to begin with? Like Lego is something that I loved when I was a kid. I'm now, you know, 50 and still building Lego sets, you know. So it's it's something that grows with you and it it takes you back to that feeling of wonder that you had when you were a kid. And it's kind of like knitting. I don't know if you guys know this, but if you knit or crochet, you can knit and crochet and do and watch, have a conversation, watch a television show. It works in a part of your brain that you can do other things. And building Lego for me is the same way. It's the most Zen thing that I do, but I'm still able to do other things. And then you add the Star Wars aspect of it and and good versus evil and um, uh, Weird Al Yankovic is in it. And, and, you know, Anthony Daniels is in it. And Thomas Lennon, who's a complete fool. I did The Odd Couple with him many years ago. You have all these great um, actors, voice actors, and then actual stars from the original Star Wars canon. And then you add Lego to it. I don't know what, I don't know how it gets better than anything I just said. It's a, it's an amazing thing. And it's, and it's entertainment for the whole family, which is also great. It has such like a specific tone of humor and mm-hmm. comedy in it that is just so special and approachable. And yeah. I don't know. There's just something so like magical and mm-hmm. just whimsical about Lego Star Wars. Absolutely. Like said, Lego in general, but mm-hmm. as Star Wars fans, we're, we're definitely here for the Star Wars Lego. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. You said, um, I think I'd heard before that you've built a Millennium Falcon mm-hmm. Lego. Is that true? Do you have yeah. other big oh. Star Wars Legos like that? How much, how much time do you have? I, <laughs> I built R2-D2, which I've said publicly was the toughest build I've ever done i've done grogu and yoda i've done the infinity gauntlet i've done sesame street and winnie the pooh i've done the friends apartments the central park and seinfeld um i've done all the flowers all of the flowers i just got the disney castle i'm gonna that's gonna be the next thing i do i have the stranger things i have the globe i have mosaic like i am a a lego geek and also the vespa and and um the 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 fiat and the, the 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 pickup truck i'm telling you guys my house is my dang house is pretty much built from lego at this point you have all the cool legos like i do everything you listed is on my lego wish, wish list yeah so. i missed out on on the back to the future it's it's dog on oh. the thing is on back order and they, they just can't get it if, if anybody knows how to get that let me know because i want to build that really all right <laughs> we're, we're we're broadcasting that out. Yeah, we'll yes. spark a high for you. <laughs> I wish I had more room for Me like, too. big Legos. I, th- what you see is what you get back here. So like, yeah. there's not a whole lot of room. I hear, do you have the Death Star Lego? I, you know, this is, now this is the thing about me. I don't build anything on the Sith side. 
I don't touch the Sith side. So everything I build in the Star Wars universe is from the Jedi side of things. I just don't, I don't, I don't play with the Sith. I wouldn't want Darth Vader in here or a Stormtrooper in here. I keep it light. So yeah, I didn't do the Death Star. That's bad so energy, bad omens. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't play with it. I just don't play with it. Mm -mm. That's so interesting. I love that. So yeah. uh, you would never play someone on the dark side, maybe? Ne or? I never would. And, and that's the thing, too. Like, even if, if I, it would have been a really tough decision. But if I had gotten a call about playing someone on the dark side in, in, Le in Lego Freemaker Adventures, I may not be talking to you right now because I probably would have said no. Wow. Like, and even in my career, I just don't, I choose to, to stay on the light side of things, you know, and there's not, no shade to those that do because, um, you know, my friend Moses is in the Obi-Wan Kenobi show and she's brilliant in that character. Amazing. I just don't know that I have it in me because I love Star Wars so much and I dreamed of being a part of it. I, if I ever got to be a part, I wanted to be a Jedi. So I just, I can't, I can't do it. Right. And that's, you talked about why you love Star Wars earlier and how that just that message of hope is so, yeah. so great for you and how I'm sure that like in your artistry that's what you want to portray yeah i want my legacy to be kindness and and good and and again i know it's acting like if i did something on the sith side it wouldn't be me it'd be a character but i just i just want to i want to drop sunshine where i go right. i want to you know i want to bring joy totally yeah. you definitely have to reach into like an interesting headspace i'm sure to get in that kind of mindset yeah got, i agree we got to talk to moses before kenobi mm -hmm. the one kenobi show came out and man i wish we could talk to her now like now that it's done to like yeah. really talk yeah. about her whole character journey because it was incredible so yeah. good oh gosh she's so good in that show. Spiel, but <laughs> oh no but she's so good in that show like if anybody's listening and they have not watched obi-wan you got you know you're gonna come in for hayden and for for you and of course but but you got to see little little baby leia and you got to see moses do her thing they're they're both just great yeah, it's amazing. But but to bring it back to Lego summer vacation. Yes. Have you seen the completed special yet? And what's I have not. I've only seen seen the two clips that Disney Plus put out. But I've done this whole press tour now. I'm in hour two of the press tour, and everyone that has seen it said they love it. So I can't wait to watch on Friday when it when it um when it drops on Disney Plus. We have seen it, and it might be our favorite one. What? Yeah. Oh, that yeah. makes me happy. So that I, makes I'm me very happy for you to watch it because I. I bet you'll think the same. I can't wait. I cannot <laughs> wait. It's, yeah, it's really special. It hits, I mean, we cried at the end of it, honestly. You know, you're the second person that said they cried. That That's like, oh, I can't wait to see this. I know. Yeah. And it's I don't emotional. want to like, give any spoilers now. <laughs> yeah, no spoilers. But no spoilers. yeah, I heard that I someone else, the, 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 uh, talking to Maggie at Collider, she said that she cried. So yeah, this, yeah, is, ex this is exciting. We know Maggie, and yes, we. I think we're on the same page there good. about crying. <laughs> yeah, really this good. Great. Really good. Yeah. Um, well, kind of to start wrapping up for us on our show, Sky Talkers, we have uh, one question that we ask all of the guests who yes. come on our show, and it's called our Star Wars dinner question. Okay. And, uh, the question is: If you could have five, if you're having a dinner party, and you could mm. invite any five characters creators, anyone involved in the Star Wars universe, real Ooh. or fictional, Ooh. who would it be? That's good. Okay, well, I got to go with George Lucas because you got to pick his brain. Yeah. Uh, then I would go with Yoda because Yoda is just full of full of information. Princess Leia. I'd love to talk to her and, and get some, some wisdom. Probably C-3PO because he would teach me etiquette for the dinner. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Which fork? And then I'm going with Grogu because I just would want to sit and look at him and watch him devour everything on the table. And if an insect happened to fly in, he would definitely eat it. So those are my five. <laughs> so Is that true. five? Oh I think God. I did five. Yeah, you did five. Yeah. Nailed it. I, yeah. I love those answers. I 
Perfect. Perfect. Thank I love you. the concept of George Lucas being there with Grogu and then also George Lucas being there with Princess Leia. Yeah. That's great. Just what a what a great dinner. That's Thanks a great so dinner. Much. I yeah. don't think we've had um, Grogu and Yoda at a dinner before, though. Really? Question a lot, actually, now at this point. Um, and I don't think we've ever had. I actually don't know if Yoda's ever been invited. What? Who wouldn't invite Yoda? That's the, that's the wisdom. Like, if you want to know anything, first of all, he's old as all get out, right? So he tell you everything ever happened ever. And then he's so wise. And he's a really good fighter. If something jumped off at that party, he would get his lightsaber and whoops some ass. Why would you not want Yoda? <laughs> Absolutely. People have, they, they missing it. They missing it. Right? So true. Right. But yeah. now, if you're the first, I think you're the first one who I brought it. So, so maybe you're starting, you're going to start a trend. I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> well, thank you so much for chatting with us today. That, thank like, you. It was, it's such an honor. And uh, we loved Lego Star Wars Summer Vacation and can't wait to see what you do next. Thank you. And I love that you guys have this bond with Star Wars. I think that's just so awesome. Yeah. Thank you so, so much. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for having me, guys. Well, hi, David and Ken. Thanks so much for talking with us today. We're so excited to talk to you. We actually talked to you last year for, um, I don't know if you remember, it's it's totally okay yeah. if you don't. Um, and we had a great time. And we when we got the email to do this, we were so excited to talk to you guys again. So thank you. We're happy to be back. Thank you for having yeah. us. <laughs> so I think that this special was our favorite one yet if it's okay for us to say we loved it so much. So how was the process of working on this one and how long have you been working on it and how did it differ from the others that you created? Uh, the, so we worked on this. This also happened with Terrifying Tales as, as we were wrapping the holiday special. We started talking about Terrifying Tales. Similarly, as we were wrapping Terrifying Tales, we started thinking, well, this is really fun. What can we do next? Um, and we landed on this, this story idea that with the Team Lucasfilm and Team Lego. And it's always a fun process. We kind of can't believe they keep having us back to get to do these. Um, and it's always a joy, you know, as, as you know, we've we've all gotten to work on all these together for a while. And so it's it's it really does start to feel like bringing the gang back together, um, which is really exciting. Totally. And I mean, it got easier with each one, which let us kind of push it more, you know, like we, as a, as a group, we developed a shorthand and my teams just got better at you know, everything I was trying to push them to do. And so by the time we got to this one, I mean, not that it was easy, these things are never easy, but there was an efficiency going on that helped us kind of, I think, push it a little further than maybe we could have, say, with the holiday special. Well, to kind of talk a little bit more about the writing process, um, last year when we spoke, you guys had actually mentioned that the Lego Star Wars is special because it has this breadth of play, that was a phrase you used, um, that's allowed in the story. And that phrase actually really resonated with Charlotte and I, um, and we talk about it a lot, actually, about Star Wars and this breadth of play. We reference it a lot on our uh, podcast, actually. <laughs> um, but how do you maintain that lightness and that breadth of play in the writing process for something like Lego Star Wars? You know, we come to it, we're, we're standing on the shoulders of a lot of really talented people who have been doing this for a long time. You know, the Lego Star Wars relationship is a long one. And, you know, it started, it's going all the way, really honestly, back to the video games where they found this way to bring the Lego sensibility into Star Wars. And they're both obviously incredibly creative universes. And so they, they mesh really nicely together. So in that sense, it's kind of easy. You, you, the, a lot of that groundwork was laid um, by the people who came before us. And so it's really 
the challenge we put ourselves is how do we how do we maintain that and keep that? I think which is kind of to your question, Caitlin. And so it just becomes telling a good story and then trying to make it as funny as possible. A lot of people end up touching the script and we do punch up rooms and and we encourage people during the records to improvise and people to pitch lines at the last minute and we'll do alts. And so certainly just even in the writing process, we just keep sort of saying, well, how can we push this even further? Um, it obviously all starts with story. We, we work really hard to make a story that we want to tell, a theme that we like. We want to make sure our characters feel correct to this world. And once we do that, then it's how funny can we make this? And where can we make this funny? And where do we let the heart shine through? Totally. it's We, we loved it so much. So, and I think that it, the heart really does shine through. We loved Scarif Beach Party, the song. <laughs> so how was working with Weird Al? Oh, it was awful. He was just uh, <laughs> amazing. I, just, I keep like, he just kind of, yeah, exactly. I don't want to work with a comedy genius who I've admired since I was a little kid. Uh, I mean, he's amazing and was incredibly generous with his time. I mean, you know, we recorded that song for a while. Uh, Michael Kramer, our composer, sat in on that record and, and you know, Michael bring so much musicianship and he and Al have kind of a secondhand language of musicians speaking to musicians. So just finding things to do and just, you know, you're sitting there watching this weird Al performance come to life. Uh, it was, it was incredibly fun. He was a dream get. We, we wrote the role to him. We hoped really early on we would get him just kind of kept saying it until it, it came through. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Literally, there was an enormous amount of figure crossing. <laughs> Um, and I mean, well, Ken, you, you mentioned like the design that you were. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, uh, it always takes a while to get somebody at that level in terms of like just all the, the people that has to go through and the agreements that have to be made. And so, you know, I was sitting there, we were in production, we were kind of committed, you know, I've got them in there. We're like working with the design and the, the, we have the model built and I'm just sitting there hoping like and praying that we get them because, you know, it was quite late in the game when we got him finally. I mean, the, selfishly, you know, we were still doing this during deep lockdown. And I realized as, as COVID problems go, this is way at the bottom of the list. But it was like, oh, I can't meet him in person, which is probably for the best because I probably would have just, I think we would have spent, I would have spent like five hours asking about all the polka covers he does. Which yes. <laughs> ask, you know, asking him to sing Amish Paradise. It would have been bad. It would have been, it would, there was no way that fanboying would not have happened. So maybe it was, maybe it was for the best that it was all over Zoom, but he was super generous and really, and also like as an actor, he's really funny, not surprisingly. So he was very just generous and game to try anything and played it however we asked and just was super fun and funny. Again, yeah. not surprising. <laughs> This just means that you have a good uh, like starting point when you actually do meet him in person, because now, uh, you know, it's like you got the hard part over with, you know, in totally. the Zoom, in the Zoom room. Uh, Kayla, I hope you're right. I hope that happens. <laughs> no, I, I will, by the way, just be reduced to a big puddle. So it'll still yeah. it's not matter. No, it's going to go great. I, I really, I will manifest it for you. <laughs> so one of our favorite things about this special was the Han Solo family, Ben Solo, Leia dynamic. Um, it's become our best source for Ben Solo content for people like us who are huge fans of the sequel trilogy. So thank you so much uh, for letting us see some of their family time. Uh, can you talk about exploring their family dynamic in this story? 
um, that's really sweet of you to say. Yeah, we we you know as as I mentioned, like we were sort of kicking around ideas and and talked about like summer vacations and road trips and sort of said, oh, what would that look like on the Millennium Falcon? And realized we had this natural family unit, and so and we knew we wanted to tell a story kind of set in in and around the sequel trilogy, and it just it just became very natural. It just became this organic thing, and then it was we realized we should see Ben as a younger kid than 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 what we what we've known from the screen and so it just started from there um you know and th those what do those family road trips look like it's like I, i'm an embarrassing dad which i was just writing myself and i've embarrassed <laughs> i have two daughters but I, I do a pretty good job on trips of embarrassing them so it was just sort of <laughs> fun to play that dynamic and kind of see how that would work out and then matt wood our our voice actor um who does lego kylo and lego ben just he's great and finds all sorts of little things and little subtleties and then ken's team delivers on that visually and so it comes together so i i, I love that that story resonated with you guys it, it's um it was it was really a joy to do um and we got to see him fly to the oh god am i spoiling I mean, no, I'm not no, gonna, no go ahead please please go ahead <laughs> he flies the falcon yeah, it's amazing. Yes. We, is, is, it, is it embarrassing for me to say that I cried in the special, like at a few points? I don't know. Uh, I was really no, like, it's really to impressive hear. to hear that. Yeah, no, it's brilliant <laughs> to hear that. I mean, the, the hugs were just, it's what I wanted. It's what I always want for Star Wars characters <laughs> are hugs and happy times. <laughs> if and when you watch, oh, sorry, go ahead, Kim. We've oh. seen it, by the way. We've seen it. Yeah. Okay. Twice. <laughs> no, I was just saying, if and when you watch it again, watch what Ken's lighting team did on that hug. Okay. Oh, it's really subtle. And it's just, okay. I, it chokes me up. The way I, I feel like I know exactly like what you're referring to and I need to go back and see it now. So thank yeah, you. Yeah, really that. pay attention. Yeah. yeah no, it's, I mean, for me, it's, I mean, you, know, you, you kind of always expect, you know, like, cause it's, it's a super simple moment, but it was so hard to nail. Mm -hmm. And honestly, you don't get to do that sort of thing in animation that much, you know, like, yeah, so it's just, I mean, for me, it's the highlight of the special. For me personally, the thing I'm most proud of is that moment. And that that moment is seemingly landing for people. It um, really is. Yeah. yeah. Can, can you tell me, but like in some ways, it's almost harder to choreograph than a fight sequence. Like oh, it's way harder. Like the timing. Like, yeah, is no, so... it's way harder. Like there's so many, I mean, fights are complex or, you know, big action sequences are complex, sure, but you can hide a lot. Um, in what you're doing, or <laughs> you can cheat, you know, that you can't cheat this. It's, you know. Yeah, it's pure emotion. Yeah. So thank you for that. It's probably our favorite yeah. part. It's hard to pick a favorite part because it's so good. And some of the stuff is so funny and that is not particularly funny. It's more emotional. So it's hard to choose like yeah. what your favorite <laughs> moment is. But one of the things we actually loved about the special was the inclusion of the Halcyon. Caitlin and I have both been on the Galactic Star Cruiser and we were like, thrilled to sort of like relive it, it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. we we ken and i haven't been yet how did we do be honest perfect. like so many the food the food yeah, was the food like was clutch was everything was perfect the bathrooms yeah yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah you it nailed was, it yeah, it was, yeah we, it was it was taking us down the memory lane of when we were there in march so. oh, <laughs> yeah. I, I can't wait to get down there i'm super jealous yes. I, that's good we, we we've we've gotten sort of reports from folks who've gone both folks like yourselves and, and a couple of people are like they they yeah felt like it but it's that's really nice to hear yeah yeah we loved it the the drinks the food the um taste around the galaxy mention we were like yes perfect <laughs> nailed it awesome i also thought i i will again sing ken's praises 
I thought they did such a great job translating. I mean, we, we, it was all done from production drawings. So we would see the production drawings, but then these guys had to turn that into Legos. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't Ken, you guys busted a hump to make that happen. Thanks, man. It was yeah. fun. Like, yeah, it was fun. I mean, you know, uh, it's always like, like the great thing about this stuff is you, you had these fanboy moments, right? You know, you're, you're getting artwork by Doug Chang or you get, you know, like just these little things that twig your, your nostalgia, you know? Um, so yeah, it's always awesome to get to work on this stuff and, you know, like get to interact with the, the Lego team in Denmark and, yeah, it's very, very, very fun. Well, it totally was instantly recognizable for us. And it was it was like we were walking on board again. It was yeah. so fun. Although I will say there was no pool at the actual. Yeah. It was a little <laughs> jealous of Ray and her sunbathing. <laughs> the Lego Star Wars version. Uh, we had to yeah. cheat a few little Maybe in the future. It, yeah, it, maybe they'll maybe like, stand the it out. Yeah. It shows imagineers working. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> Take some notes. <laughs> um, well, we have a question that we ask all of the guests on our show, on our podcast. It's called our Star Wars dinner question. And we actually asked you guys this last time. I was going to ask. Yeah. <laughs> and we always also like to revisit it with guests to see if it's changed or anything like that. Um, so the question is, if you could invite one person to a Star Wars dinner party, who would you want to invite? A, a Star Wars character or it could even be like another creator or someone like that. And do you want to know who you invited last year or wait until after you answer now? <laughs> Such a great question. Can you go first? I'm, I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to cheat though. Cause this was kind of David's earlier. We were, we were talking about this earlier and I, I, I want to have dinner with David. It's been like three years. Oh. <laughs> oh. Uh, really I mean, nice. we, well, it hasn't. I, okay. We saw each other a couple months ago when we were <laughs> in the mix, but it, that was such a rushed and yeah, like, um, it'd be cool that that's what i'd like to do just hang with david again for a while in person I, now i feel bad saying i want to have dinner with george lucas well the dinner yeah. the dinner with with ken is already ha- like the the that dinner's already happening so you could have dinner with george lucas so. oh good okay and, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I, you know, I want that ken dinner to right. happen after my dinner so i can call him. <laughs> i was gonna say ken you're yeah. invited to my dinner caitlin so i was gonna ask did I say Han Solo last time? Ken said Ken Boba said Fett and Gonk Fett. Droid, and David said Max Rebo. Yeah. Got it. Oh, see, I totally cheated last year, too. I'm doing <laughs> It's not a cheat. It's not a cheat. You guys are Star Wars creators, and that's what we we offer for the Star Wars dinner, too. So Yeah, yeah. yeah. We yeah, usually but- make ours like a progressive dinner, so whoever Charlotte brings to her dinner, I automatically get to go, too, and then vice versa. So okay. it all works yeah. out. Who are you? Who can I ask who y'all's go to answers are? Or I'm sure. Well, we we update ours every year. So, yeah. and this year? well, we usually, so the full question is a five person dinner, actually. It's a dinner oh, wow. party, but usually in these interviews, we have less time. So we just kind of condense it to one person. But we usually always invite uh, Ryan Johnson, Dave Filoni, um, George, George Lucas, Lucas. Yeah, on and off. But those two are kind of our mainstays. The spoilers for the 2023 dinner. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was fun, actually, because we got to like it, it didn't get to I happen. want to come to that dinner, by the way, you guys. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it didn't get to happen on the first two specials where we got to go to the ranch for the mix this year. 
And so we were kind of wandering around, like we got there the first night, the night before. And so we were sort of wandering around, kind of half hoping that we'd see. That's the dream. You never know who you're going to see there, right? Exactly. (laughs) Number one, the dream to go. Number two, just like see someone who's like a legend like George Lucas. We've uh, we've driven by the ranch and that's uh, and taken a clandestine selfie out front of it. But that's as far as (laughs) <laughs> this this was definitely a bucket list moment yeah, there was absolutely. a lot of ken and i just kind of looking at each other going i cannot believe we are here getting to do this it was it was very special yeah it's a very special thing on a on a on a on honestly a really special project so it was a nice capper because it comes pretty near yeah us absolutely well thank you so much for your time here and talking with us we really really appreciate it and we can we always love any opportunity that we can talk with you both so thanks again and we're looking forward to the next time hopefully (laughs) thank you hopefully thank you for having us back it's super it's always fun to talk to you guys yeah thank you again for the special it was amazing we loved it okay yeah listen big deal you got another problem women always figure out the truth always all right so those were our interviews for lego star wars lego summer vacation i hope you guys enjoyed it as much as we did and i think that is going to wrap up this episode so if you like what you heard you can find us on social media pretty much everywhere you can find us on twitter at skytalkers pod or our personal handles mine is at caitlin plusher and charlotte's is at clarity we also have our instagram our website, skytalkers.com, our TikTok, and our Facebook page, all great places you can find us if you want to chat. And if you've left us a review yet, um, if you've left us a review recently on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, thank you so, so much. It really helps other people find our show. And if you haven't and would like to support the show, that would be a great way. And if you're looking for other ways to support Skytalkers, you can head on over to our Patreon and check out our different reward tiers there. And I want to say a huge thank you to these patrons, John, Talking Bay 94, Amy, Brad, The Morning's Hush, Katie, Savannah, Allie, Kimberly, Raphael, Patrick, Marty, Efrain, Megan, Daz, Shelby, Colton, Ian, Jean, Alaya, Amber, Matthew, Allie, Blessed Cheesemaker, and Danian. Thank you so much for supporting us. Yes, thank you guys so much. And until next time, may the force be with you. May the force be with you. Thank you.